In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place. Welcome to the Daily Memphian Tigers podcast. I'm Jonah Jordan, the Memphis Tigers beat reporter. And today I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Jeff Calkins, columnist over here at the Daily Memphian. How are you doing today, Jeff? I'm good. Good? All right. So I brought you in here today. I think it's a great time. It's it's around this time of the year. The offseason for Memphis Tigers has started. It's a, really, I mean, it's from now until it's it lasts from now until the March Madness, pretty much. I mean, it's going to go. Things are going to happen. Um, so... What do you think about the end of the season? What do you want to see Penny do for do going forward? Um, what do you What do you think of the NIT? There's a lot of questions there, Jonah. There you ask them all at once. I did. Uh, I've got so I many. Think, what did I think about the end of the season? Uh, my view is this: is that um, the NIT is a, a, a deal where the last home game was a lot of fun in this sort of a celebratory kind of way. Like it was one last chance to get together, one last hurrah. It was stunningly loud and raucous given the um, insignificance of the event. And I think it was just sort of Memphis celebrating itself. And so then, however, you go on the road and I would say that the game against Creighton was the single least um, important game they have played. It only becomes important again if you get to New York, yeah, it's yeah. only like at that level, the NIT, the NCAA tournament going, is going on, whatever else. It only matters if you get to New York, in which case people sort of pay attention again. So whatever. I, the game was what it was. To me, it did. It reminded you of some of the problems of this uh, team this year, and we'll see how they handle them going forward. Obviously, very different cast of characters next year. Oh, yeah. Way but um, but they were 4-11 and 11 on the road. And um, – that's not good at all. <laughs> and there was a clear difference in how they played at home and on the road for a, what was basically a fairly veteran team. And so uh, that's something that they very clearly have to work on. I thought um, – and then afterwards, a lot of the comments from a lot of the players were interesting. Um, I thought – Yeah, people keep asking me about that. Which part? The Oh, well, he said he's staying – yeah, Craig Randall said he's staying too. I I, I don't put much weight. Well, yes, into no, what they no, say I, after the no, game. no. You don't. No, you don't do that. You put a, what you put weight in is. Oh, anyone can say anything and change Absolutely. their mind tomorrow. But what you put weight a little bit of weight in is how they say it. It a it's not a, completely up to them because it can be up to people around them or it could be yeah. up to the other side. But I think it is people who scoff at the newsworthiness. There's a difference between saying yes, I'm coming back. Yeah. And saying, like Antoine Jones did, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, I love this program, I love my teammates, I love the coaches, there's nowhere I would want to rather be than Memphis. That's a very different... I mean, that's a very different... Again, it doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean he's coming back. doesn't mean he's... But it does mean his intentions right then were very were clearly, very clear, emphatically, that he is coming back. No, it doesn't mean... I say, like, And then I'll tell you, like I went through the locker room and some of them felt different. Like Isaiah Maurice, I... I Put no, I, I don't mean I'm not saying he's leaving. I just he was not. He just said, yeah, hundred percent. But he didn't. He, there was no feeling behind it yeah. one way or another. Like <laughs> so, it's about reading it. You know, it's just like here presidential candidates. You ask them if they're going to run, right? And mm-hmm. then you read the tea leaves. That's basically what's yeah. happening there. Um, it's and then sometimes actually people get answers. I think um, I remember the in the um, 
when uh, Lonzo Ball was was played here, lost his last game as a college player at um, at FedEx Forum. People asked him after, right after the game, are you going pro? Well, everyone knew he was going pro, but he actually said it. Yeah, yeah. He actually said it. He said, yes, I'm going yeah, pro. Yeah, Ron Hunter over at Georgia State. I mean, there have been rumors about him leaving Georgia State for a while. They lost their NCAA game, too. I can't remember who it was, but they lost pretty bad. I mean, they're Georgia State, and he was like, somebody's like, oh, you, you're leaving? He was like, yeah. I mean, I'm probably in 48 hours. You're probably going to hear right. from me so, so you ask, and no, it doesn't mean it's determinative, but it does mean it says something about their state of mind right then. And I also thought it was interesting uh, that when asked if the young guys have enough maturity and leadership to step up next year and be what the program needs them to be, Penny was, eh, he said, I don't know. And I thought that was a um, a good, honest and answer. Um, yeah. I'll be honest. And not just sort of, I'm going to win championships kind of confidence that we spoke with before. But basically, I don't know how you could look at, I think, you could just take Alo and Tyler. I don't know how you could look at either one and be a hundred percent certain what they'll be next year. You can't be. I mean, you can't be because Alo. I mean, I'm certain that he's going to work hard. I know him. I know I've been around him long enough to know that he's going to work as hard as he possibly can. But I don't know if that's going to translate. I mean, he's worked right. hard throughout season. I think his he's season. been much better lately, and I think he's yes. looked much more comfortable lately. And you can also tell that he is really is emerging as a leader. Like yes. he really is. That's that's for sure. As an emotional but, leader, and then with Tyler, who knows? Like he is, he had a very bl- blazing start to the season. He had uh, people adjusted to what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, he had been. They had some good games at the end. They had yeah. some bad games at the end. He like what what will Tyler do? And um, so I think there's all kinds of interesting questions. And then of course. There's recruiting, and there's grad transfers, and there's Mike Miller, and there's like Sam Mitchell, Sam Mitchell, and basically, what's going to happen next is as interesting or more interesting, more interesting than way more, more interesting, interesting than anything that's happened in the last so, month. I think it's interesting. So we're more focused on what's happening, and it is more interesting. But what do you think the overall? Legacy. Do you think people are going to remember this team? How do you think people are going to remember? Oh, fondly, totally fondly. People like this team. I think they liked them. Yeah, but liked it very much. How are people going to remember Jeremiah? Because I remember I started covering the Tigers when Jeremiah was a freshman. I've watched him evolve, watched him grow as a person, as a player. I enjoyed covering Jeremiah Martin a lot, but he never made it to that NCAA tournament. He never did that. How are people going to remember him is my is something I've wondered about I a think lot of remember him extraordinarily fondly. I think, you know, to me it's a little bit like if you take someone like Omar Sneed, right, who was only here for two years, but was a hell of a player. Yeah. Worked his butt off. Um I think people remember Omar Sneed fondly, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, then for you sure. take him and make it four years instead of two and make it a local kid instead of a kid who's not local. I think I think Jeremiah is one of the really good stories about um, about this program. But I'll say uh, from in this program, just sort of, and he also like all the things he refuted the idea that Memphis kids don't want to be here. He um, stay. I mean, you, he everyone stayed. everyone knows the stories about Jeremiah at this point. But um, some of this, I think, will be determined on what happens next. In other words, mm-hmm. if the next five years are glorious and if whatever, then this year will be the year when the foundation was laid. Right. Yeah. This set the foundation for the glories to come. If it all falls apart, blows up, they disappoint next year. It'll be remembered. Yeah. You know, they weren't so great last year. You know, they, <laughs> they lost on the road last year too. Like if yeah. they go four, if they go four and eleven away from FedEx Forum next year, this year will be looked at as a 
a canary yeah. in a coal mine rather than yeah, as people a, like oh well right now, everyone, it's a trend this year was great i mean this year was the year that memphis basketball was back i would say this there aren't 15 schools that had more fun this year in the country uh than memphis basketball including ones that made the tournament oh, oh. no it's been a blast I don't know about that. Including Penny and the Tyler commitment and the James Wiseman commitment. I don't think there's 15 schools that had more fun in the country. I think Tennessee had more fun. I think Duke. Uh, Duke, had, Duke very clearly had more fun. Um, Gonzaga. Yeah, I guess. But like Gonzaga's used to it. You know, they had more fun. I guess they had more fun. But I mean, I'm talking about the whole thing around yeah. the program. No, I get it. There's I a get difference it. between. Um, being good at, like, I don't think North Carolina had more fun this year than Memphis no. fans. I think that just and to they me, beat Duke twice. Yeah, three just times. to me coming into the season, I always thought expectations were too high. Like the this met my expectations. What we're doing, what happened? Not many people were predicting an NCAA tournament. A few people. A lot. A few of, were, uh, a few no, were. I'd say a not lot many. of people. Uh, Most were not. More than you think. More than people than you think thought this team could get to the NCAA tournament. Maybe they could have. I think that. Oh, Penny. you can make an argument if he'd done what he did with Jeremiah earlier. Yeah, that that's what I was about to say. I think there is a lot of regret in the way they used Jeremiah at the beginning of the season that they they had made some promises to to Tyler and to Alo. Okay, you're going to start and you're going to run the show, and they quickly found out. Okay, this doesn't work. But instead right. of going to Jeremiah, they tried to push through it, and that lost them some games. Um, but we're here to talk about the off season, not rehash what happened. So. Recruiting is coming down to it. We got Watford. We got Achua. We got Hurt. Uh, Quinones. There are a lot of kids out there. There are a lot. I think something I'm I'm writing about for today is that Penny's. This is Penny's toughest job yet. Going forward, it's the next three months could define a lot of what he gets and what he doesn't get. He's going to have to juggle APR scholarships. He's going to have to look at Ryan Boyce and maybe say, "Hey." I don't know if you can be on scholarship because Trenton Watford needs it. Um, If they have too many transfers, how does that affect APR? Because last year they were very, very, very close to getting in trouble APR-wise. I don't know. I think this is his toughest job. I think this is way tougher than anything he had to do. Because the job he had to do putting a recruiting class together with all the transfers... The, the the stuff around the program, the coming in, the everything, I think this is going to be increasingly more difficult. I mean, it's it, 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 you, you have to keep winning. Like, it, he very clearly has the bones of a very talented team next year. And now the question is, what goes around them? And so, um, but let's, have, let's talk specifics. There's three players, high school players, who people talk about all the time. Trenton Watford. Precious Achua. I'm not even going to include Matthew Hurt. And, Matthew and, Hurt today <clears throat> said he unless, may unless take Kionis, a, right. Matthew Hurt has said he may take a visit to Memphis. Right. They're working it out. Let's you talk about the other three. I don't think they're. I think let's talk about yeah. the other three. Your crystal ball is different than other people's crystal balls. I don't have a crystal ball. So when it comes today, to this. where are you on the, all the three of them? So today. Watford talked with Evan Daniels right. um, about... And he said when he was going to make his decision. He said when he was going to make his decision. Nearly a month away. Right? Yeah, April yeah. 20th. Yeah. Well, it's smart. He's giving... He's he's letting it, all this play out. Obviously, he's letting it all play out. Coaching change at Alabama. Coaching change at Alabama. Auburn may be involved now, uh, according to a story, various stories. Out I wouldn't of worry about Alabama. Auburn. Duke, Duke is Will involved. they offer him? They haven't offered him yet. <sighs> from, from the get-go, I've always thought... I thought Duke could be a problem with Trendon because... Well, it's Duke. 
let's be honest, it's Duke. It's play, it's different than Memphis. Playing at Duke is a hundred thousand percent. Okay, so yeah. where are you on Trenda? I mean, I still think he's going to Memphis. I think that the LSU thing, Will Wade. I mean, you've talked extensively well, about it. Going, he's not going to Will Wade. No, yeah. I like poking fun at you about it a little bit, but I don't think he, Will Wade may still be recruiting him. Will Wade's fantastic at his job. And to, if, if the job includes cheating and buying players, Will Wade is fantastic at recruiting. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Go ahead, yes. Uh, you, I don't. I like the Will guy Wade. Open the, you can like him all you want, but he should have been fired the moment this stuff came out. Go ahead. Okay, but from there you got Alabama. I I think Alabama's list is something like Steve Prom, Rick Pitino, um, who else off the top? Mick Cronin, Andy Kennedy, and maybe Forbes. If they hire one of those guys, it could change things. He knows what Alabama has to offer, but I think there was always some hesitation about going to play for Avery Johnson because they've seen what right. NBA players go and do there. If they get a good coach in there, that could change things. I don't think there's enough time for a new coach to come in there and change things and flip Trent and Watford, but maybe. Um, then you go to— But what if Mike Miller's not here? That would, that would obviously change things right. because that's another school wherever he would end up going— would be involved, but as of right now, I think we'll hear about Mike more at the end of this week or maybe going into next week. Um, I don't know how real the UNLV stuff is. I think there was some interest on his side, but everything that I've seen is that UNLV wants to go. Everything I've seen and heard is that they want to hire a high level, a high major. They want to bring back that high major feeling to Las Vegas, but I don't know how real that whole situation is. Um, Okay, so you're 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 yes for for Watford. If Watford stays Watford, or if Miller stays Watford, comes to Memphis. Okay, and uh, you've never, you've never believed can, in Precious Achua. Kansas or North Carolina is where I'm at right now. I don't think he will come to Memphis. He hasn't really taken an official. I don't know if his visit he took for March Madness was an official or unofficial. I can't I can't remember off the top of my head, but I I really feel it's going to be North Carolina, um, or Kansas. I'm leaning towards North North Carolina right now. Then you've got Quinones who. Memphis, Maryland, um, maybe Florida. Florida really gets involved. Don't there you think the whole stretch. Under Armour money, Maryland connection is an awfully potent one there? I know he he raved about his visit to Memphis, and um, and we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm a big. I, I I think. So right now, you would say Canonis and Watford, yes. Probably on Watford, yes. On Canonis is okay. where I'm at right now. And then, um, in terms of scholarships. Who on scholarship is not going to be here in terms of – so you know, there's a lot of got, discussion as to whether they're going to – You've got four suspects. You've got Eno, Maurice, Winget, and Jones. Those are your four obvious guys that have been right. talked about since the beginning of the season. I do not think Eno will be back. I think that's pretty clear. Um, you also, by the way, have – and then you also, as you as you pointed out, you've got Ryan Boyce. What do you, you could – do you, you could have t- the, you whatever? Could. And – Jaden Hardaway. And you, you got Jaden. And you got Jaden. You could take that's him off scholarship. That's literally – I mean, we're going to ask have to ask Penny about that going forward. I mean, I think that's something that you have to discuss because, I mean, why have – I will say I have always thought – well, not always. It, it never made sense to me why Penny would – except for – prestige sort of you know the credibility that comes with being on scholarship that's why you want him on scholarship what i've seen from penny is that he is sufficiently ruthless and dedicated to winning people wondered whether he would bench alex lomax people wondered whether he'd bench tyler harris people like wondered all kinds of things about penny and i think there's no question that his lodestar has been what helps me win when it comes to his own son i think if he needs that scholarship i think he will take it here's the insane part 
of the whole thing. The insane part. It doesn't matter. Right. This is what Penny is building here at Memphis that where it doesn't matter. Um, Jaden Hardaway doesn't matter. His playing time isn't dictated by whether he's on scholarship or not. That's something Penny needs to, I think, is that he slowly realized. No, it only matters from a, I like to be called myself a scholarship but, player. And then also, I mean, he's an employee of the university. I mean, he's a multi-millionaire. Oh, I know it Jayden's doesn't matter. A very good student. Made, made, they made could, but, they, but what I'm saying is there is a certain credibility and with saying, I am a scholarship. It looks really bad. It went over very, very, very. Right. I can tell you at this time last year when he put Jaden Hardaway on scholarship on the recruiting right. trail, it went over very poorly. Right. No, I think it looks bad, but I, I also think he will ultimately be willing to take it off of him. Yeah. So that'll happen. That'll If those two remain off scholarship, you have two open. So if Eno transfers, you have three spots to fill. So and I then think. Is that what you think? Do you think Eno's gone? The other three are all back? Winget sounded very much like he'd be back. Doesn't I think Winget is back. Jones, I think, uh, Jones sounded very much like Jones he'd be back. back. Uh, Maurice is the one I'm not so sure on. I think he's the one to watch um, going forward. And then maybe they have another surprise one. Um, Tyler, you, keep, you said that on my radio show. <laughs> Why? I don't think he will. But there has been some rumors thrown out there over the last few weeks that he could. He's a mercur- mercurial personality. But I think he's he basically been happy with his year. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. I, I think he'll stay. I haven't talked to him about it, but there he have revere, been rumors And he going reveres around. Jeremiah. And I think... And um, Penny. I mean, and, he really and, Yeah, him. and so he, he looks at if what... It's up to, if it's up to Tower, he'll be back. He looks at what Jeremiah did, and I think he really thinks... I mean, to me, the only fear is, is that, like, next year he th- he'll, he'll think he should be Jeremiah, you know. And but I I don't have much doubt that he'll yeah, be back. Yeah, so I, I think he'll be back. So I'm that creates three. That. that creates and then three if you openings. lose Isaiah, I think you should have four. So if you get, I think what Penny should do, and he's not gonna, he doesn't care what I think. Obviously, why would he? Um, if you have four open scholarships, you take Watford, you take Quinones, you take a grad transfer guard who can shoot who's eligible immediately, you leave that last one open because there are going to be reclassifications. This is something that he did last year that I thought was a mistake. He filled up, and then if James Wiseman had decided to reclassify, he wouldn't have been able to take him because scholarship renewals are a very serious thing. They're binding. You're not just allowed to you know, get out of them. You have to have a reason. Um you sure you kick somebody off the team, I guess, if RJ Hampton decides to reclassify in August. Right. But if he does, you want to have that spot. You know, I think that is something he needs to take a serious look at. If Kyrie Walker decides in July, hey, I'd like to reclassify and come play for Memphis, but they don't have enough spots for me, so I'm going to go to Arizona. That's a problem. Right. Um, it's fun to think about, and it's fun to be able to think about it in this way again after. Just think about it. I mean, we, we, we celebrated the year anniversary of his press conference, and it's just astonishing. It's really wild how far it is we've come. I mean, I remember sitting at his – I mean, what was it? I remember the first time that people told me, hey, Penny's probably going to get hired. And I was like, wait, okay. Um, that was like in the winter of last year. And then to watch all of this stuff unfold, how it has – do you think – I mean, obviously, it was the right decision. I mean, there's no question. Right, right, no question. There's no question. There's no, like, I can't imagine somebody sitting here today saying, oh, oh, you know. But do you think that there is a chance that maybe 
I don't know that if Tubby Smith had stayed, we'd be sitting here no, talking no, about it. Would no, be so much worse. it would have been worse. It would be worse. so much worse because there'd be nothing coming in. It would be a disaster. The other thing that really strikes me is that is is fun about this is right now schools are having good years, like Buffalo, right? Buffalo's having a good, had a, had a great yeah. year. And so what happens in Buffalo? You're worried about losing Nate Oates immediately, yep. right? Now, Memphis is not Buffalo. I get that. But basically, if you have a good year, you're worried about losing your coach. One of the wonderful things about Penny Hardaway is who knows what the next few years will bring. We hope they bring good things. But you're never going to sit here after a good year, after they go to a Sweet 16 and say, but is Penny going to jump? No. It's one of the absolute wonderful things about it. Now, the downside that people will say is, yeah, what happens if you get a Larry Finch situation where ultimately you have to fire an icon? That's the downside of it. But the upside is, is that the icon never leaves because he's he's wrapped up in this school. This is why he did it. He didn't do it in the abstract. So, um, so to me, it's. I've just been reflecting on that, that that's another part of yeah. this. This is so you don't have this to worry the, about that. You don't have to worry about Penny. This leaving is ever. the first time in three years that I haven't had to sit around this time of the year and wonder if the head coaches of Memphis Tigers will be gone or gone or not. Right. First one was Josh. I don't care what anybody says. You can deny it all day. Tubby tried to leave after his first year here. He contacted several schools about leaving. Then he did leave after a second year. He was fired. And but this is the first time that we're not sitting here wondering what's coming yeah. next in a negative connotation. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. It's fantastic. Um, and uh, and and the place where the program is right now, just broadly speaking, obviously football is doing very well. Very well. Um, and uh, basketball is doing very well. They're looking for a new um, deputy AD. Um, that news will be coming up before long. And next um, few, they got the new TV contract. Yep. yep. Um, and so really, it's been a pretty darn good run for the University of Memphis lately. It's been a lot of fun. After looking like it was, things were not in a great place. After looking, it, it was so negative. Well, it's year. funny. People have said to me since they were reading the day, I love this new cheerful you who writes for the Daily Memphian as opposed to the sour or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Here's what happened. I'm covering Mike Norvell instead of Larry Porter, right? I'm covering Penny Hardaway Instead of Tubby, Tubby Smith, Smith yeah. you tell me how, what would there be negative to write yeah. about Mike Norvell or Penny Hardaway? Almost nothing, and so it's easy and it's more fun. It's podcasts are more fun, um, yeah. columns are more fun. I mean, I, everything's more. I fun. will say that last year's basketball season was the least fun I've ever had doing my job. I mean, yeah. anybody, I, I was it was miserable. I mean, yeah. that, you should have heard of some of the stories you hear about the program, and then they looked at like there was no light at the end of the tunnel, but. Now Penny's here. We're happy. I think we're at the 22-minute mark, so I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, you can follow Jeff under Twitter at Jeff underscore Calkins and me at underscore Jonah Jordan. Go subscribe to the Daily Memphian, and you can find the Daily Memphian podcast, which is powered, powered by the OAM Network, anywhere you can find your podcast, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.